El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do anything ever at all. Joining me today, he's my co-host on this podcast, so I have to introduce him every time he's here. It's getting a little exhausting. He is on podcasts, his friends, Batman, and sports. He doesn't like sports. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. Also joining me, if you listen to Conspiracy the Show on the Unpops Podcast Network, like you should be, then you are well familiar with my next guest, who is my co-host on Conspiracy the Show. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from Indiana, Olivia Hydar. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Jeff, fuck you. Okay. All right, I got to be honest. Now, this is just abuse at this point. Well, you're doing the thing. You're doing the thing that you always do. I'm sitting here to record a podcast. I'm sorry if that's a thing that offends you. More like pod ass is what you're being Uh, right now. I'm pulling pod ass. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's not what I meant. This guy gets it. You know it. You know that's not what I meant. Hey, I'm... I'm Adam Todd Brown. Jeff is here. He was mocking me. Olivia Hydar is here, too. And Olivia can attest to that. Jeff was just being a real big jerk. That's you nice. know, uh, I got to say, the tension in this recording right now is Palpable? finding very uncomfortable. Purge levels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, purge your ass, Adam. There's a lot of... Uh, sublimated anger going on here i feel like that i'm not able to catch up on well it's because we're both huge sublime fans yes of course yeah yes. And, the, and it's so sublimated i mean you know i don't practice santeria but i do practice sublimated anger i don't even have a crystal ball i also you don't fucking hate sublime but oh. that's that's for another day that's another. i mean that's okay that's a forgivable sin but i that's oh, i okay. sure did like sublime in high school Ooh, <laughs> yeah. oh, i yeah. sure did I did not. But you know what I used to do is I would I used to program the CD so it would skip wrong way because no. that's probably the worst song ever recorded. Uh, uh you know, I would say it is uh a little bit problematic. I'd say uh, it's on the list with all the other songs on every Sublime <laughs> album. There's a, still a couple of good ones where I'm like, you know, this one isn't bad. Mm. Well, yeah, no, but you know what? You know what one that holds up the best though is date rate. That's a now now that's, that's a song that hasn't aged at all. Yeah, that song. If you put it out today, worldwide acclaim. <laughs> worldwide acclaim. Oh yeah. Well, ska is having such a moment right now. So oh, isn't it always? As as people listening to this can tell from all of the sublime talk, we are talking about the state of Wisconsin on this week's episode. <laughs> I don't know if people realize no. sublime was originally from Beloit, Wisconsin. Long Beach, yeah. Wisconsin is the is the nickname. <laughs> right. Yeah, they call yeah. it the Long Beach of the Midwest. Yeah, and LBW. Yeah, if you go look that up right now and confirm, uh, you know, just tweet at us and let us know. 
that now you have that insider yeah. knowledge yeah, but, about but, Sublime but, too. You get it. If you if you, the lyrics the lyrics all make sense then when you start to understand that it's actually Wisconsin stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say I I, I would guess the most number of Sublime listeners live in the Midwest. I would just assume. No, I think they all live in Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most of their centralized Atlanta and Oakland split. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Wisconsin. I was going to do this episode a few weeks ago, and then I don't remember what happened, but there was some big world event that seemed to have distracted Mm. me for a couple of weeks. I don't remember what I think it's the America's launching their version of the Eurovision Song Contest very soon. And I think it might have just been that. Yeah. Yeah. it was actually that Sublime is... with Rome announced that they were going on tour. Oh, oh sure, sure, well, sure. Thank God. Thank and what's God. crazy and about thank it? God they got Rome in there. Yeah. Well, it's Jim Rome this time. Sports broadcasting <laughs> legend Jim Rome. It's going to be a whole different vibe. Really looking forward oh, to it. Oh man, just having him getting his ass kicked on camera by that guy. <laughs> Give the nickname to whose name I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Uh, it was quarterback Jim Everett, and he kept calling him Chris Jim Everett. Everett yeah. And he was like, call me Chris Everett one more time. And Jim Rome was like, Chris Everett, and then just got beat on television. It was fantastic. So satisfying. It's very fun to watch. No, very, very fun. Nobody's deserved it more I'm than gonna, Jim Rome. <laughs> I'm going to look that up, and I'm going to watch that later. So oh, you can't stop watching it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's addictive watching Jim Rome get hit by a professional athlete. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to get hooked. We're talking about Wisconsin because a a few weeks ago I had a thought, which is that Wisconsin, a state that I have a lot of fondness for, I lived there a bunch of years, I have a bunch of family there, my mom was raised there, it's turning into Texas, or at least it really wants to turn into Mm. Texas. And I feel like that's probably a thing with a lot of red states around the country right now. Like the Wisconsin's not the only one that's putting similar laws and things in place as Texas, but man, Wisconsin is going hard in that direction. And it's surprising because <laughs> I've always considered, I, as weird as it sounds, I've always considered Wisconsin to be a little more liberal or a little more progressive when it comes to sure. states in the Midwest. So uh, we're going to talk well, that's about because it. because you're a liar. No. It's because you're from there. No, it's not just because I'm from there. Wisconsin has a pretty long history of being like super pro-union. They vote Democrat in most presidential elections. They vote Democrat in most things. It's just since 2010 that doesn't matter anymore. Let's not forget cheese because Wisconsin, they cheese. That's what I know about them. Yeah, absolutely, man. Totally. about What about beer? Cheese curds. Beer. I mean, I've heard, I've heard of, uh, I heard of nickel beer night. Cheese curds are overrated. I'm going to say that totally. right now. They're cheese. You can, get, mean, you can do better. You can do better. If you're in Wisconsin and you're looking for cheese, you can do oh, better than cheese curds. I mean, you I'm, can absolutely, you can always do better than cheese curds because mozzarella sticks exist and they do the same thing, but better. But you know, like sometimes there's, you can't get mozzarella sticks I, and there's just cheese curds. I'll just go out on a limb and say that Wisconsin uh, doesn't own the cheese thing that they think they own. That they, they're, they're like, we're the best. And I'm like, I don't know. Vermont's pretty good. I don't know. Like California's <laughs> got a lot of cheese too, man. Yeah. This is, this I mean, is recently. Okay. No yeah. one used to know about Vermont white cheddar. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's like it's saying that like XFL the and the USFL are going to challenge the NFL. Like, yes, they both exist and might put out decent products, but one is the NFL and the rest are shit that Trump right. used to own. But we're not talking about cheese. We're talking about laws, man. 
We're talking about life. I think what you're seeing in Wisconsin is a result of gerrymandering. I think what you're seeing is the will of the voters isn't actually being carried out by their votes. And we'll get into why that is more in a bit. But I think that's a thing you see in the Midwest also in general. Like it's so – like we do it with the South. We do it with the Midwest. People in the South and the Midwest do it with people who live on the coast. Like we all just (laughs) sort of treat each other like we're all one way and like, Mm -hmm. well – the Midwest, like this is what their legislature is doing. So this must be what the people want too. And I think it's not always that way. A good example in I bring up all the time is 2006, South Dakota tried to pass an abortion ban and they tried to pass it just in the legislature. They didn't take it to a vote and the people were very upset and mm-hmm. demanded that it be a thing that they're allowed to vote on. And when it went to a vote in November that year, the abortion ban got shot down. But to read the news and read headlines, you would just assume, oh, South Dakota, well, you must be super duper anti-abortion, just like everyone else in the state. And it's right. not it's not that way, just like you're fucking dreaming if you think all of Los Angeles is super duper liberal. Not this guy. All, yeah, <laughs> Jeff, for one thing, huge racist, <laughs> huge fucking redneck. Wow. Uh, I bleed red, white, blue, my man. Don't tread are. on me. You don't need to be a redneck to be racist. He's from Boston. No, that's true. I'm I'm farm trash. I'm from a farm an hour away from Boston. Sure, sure. And and, and there's no racist there. My my town sucks. Yeah. My town is doing that thing now where they're trying to like ban critical race theory that has never been taught in school. There's parents that are like parents for the school system and they're really like trying not. And it's just so embarrassing because I'm on like that hometown Facebook group. And they keep trying to do shit. And I'm like, y'all are just hilariously embarrassing. Yep. I I understand how that is living here. Yeah, I think a lot of those initiatives are just an effort to get a handle on how many like actual virulent racists are out there voting. And like to what degree are you going to be able to sway an election just by being straight up racist? Sure. And maybe I don't know. I think a lot of these dumb assholes also uh, like believe this shit. Oh, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the ways Wisconsin is now moving toward being just like Texas. It's not all <laughs> completely bad, depending on how you look at this first <laughs> issue. But they are bandying about the idea of getting rid of state income tax or at least <laughs> lessening it, which wouldn't be the worst thing. They have the third highest state income tax in the nation, but also someone's got to be the third highest. Why not <laughs> Wisconsin? You know, which yeah, that does make it harder to attract workers. But also, I don't know how much that's true because I've lived in a state. Have either of you ever lived in a state with no state income tax? No, no. I lived in South Dakota for a bunch of years and like there was no state income tax. And when you're living in that, it feels great. But now that I'm in California, like I was making about half as much money then when I lived in South Dakota. Yeah. So if I was paying state income tax, I was maybe going to pay a couple hundred dollars a year. And it's like, yeah, in the big scheme of things, unless you're really rich, not having state income tax doesn't impact you that much or super duper poor. I mean, this is the thing, though, like the only reason that argument is even like kind of passable, and that's even ignoring the fact that that's still money going away from schools and roads and things that we all use and and need. 
But like the problem is that in America, we get so little value back for our taxes and social services compared to other countries with higher tax rates and fewer people who care about the high tax rates that like, of course, people are like, well, I mean, might as well cut the cut this tax. We're not getting anything back from it. And they usually make up for it in yeah. other ways, property taxes and, and sales taxes and things like that. Like oftentimes these places that have no income tax or whatever, they they figure it out. Like New Hampshire well, has no sales tax, but their property tax is crazy. Sure. I mean, there's that's all, that's definitely part of it. But also like. We're talking about uh, amounts like, you know, it's a, we're, we're run by Republicans, most places of the country now. And like in Indiana, they're going to approve a tax rate. Like they're going through all this to cut taxes, which is going to hurt social services in order for the average in person with like a $50,000 income to save 40 bucks a year, which I feel like is maybe not worth gutting our yeah. schools. I remember being in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and their sales tax was like 12% because it was mostly tourism. Right. And so they were like, well, let's make money off these dipshits coming into Pigeon Forge. Sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota, no sales tax, which you wow. would think of all places where you would want some sales tax. Hey, let it's me interesting. Know. Yeah. <laughs> let's get there. I fucking love the Mall of America. It's one of my favorite destinations. I love it so much. It's so much fun. Fuck you all. It's great. I I mean, I haven't been there since I was a kid, but sure. Adam, do you think I don't love malls? Is that what you're saying? So much. I I love the Mall of America. I love the mall in general. I I used to go to the mall all the time. I loved it. Got a Hooters in the Mall of America. Yeah, but like the mall, like a regular mall is kind of like a like a shitty, like, I don't know, fast food chain compared to the Mall of America, which is like the mother of malls. Do you think it's the like, Mall of America isn't just like a giant fast food chain? They're all I'm great. I'm not saying it, it's good. I don't like. Also, I mean, fast food no chains are great. I'm sorry. You, you like, talk shit on Burger King. I'm flying to Indiana to beat your ass. Hey man, just trying to make a shitty analogy. <laughs> God. I just wanted to defend Burger King, even though you didn't attack Burger King. No, I didn't. I, and I, I, I will, if you want me to, because no, I'll make your shit you look absolutely green. It's will. awful. Not on this podcast, you won't. I mean, you just Burger did. King, God damn it. Like, okay, bottom one of burger. The one burger that had a black bun made people no. shit turn no, green. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not talking. I've never eaten the black bun burger, but I have eaten Burger oh, King. Oh, wow. I think this might just be that you might have some problems going on in your GI tract. Look, <laughs> yes. We are like, you eat Burger King, yeah. your ass bleeds for like six months. Okay, Green look, we don't need to talk about time. what's going on in my personal life right now. <laughs> but no, I'm talking about in the past. We ate at a Burger King in Wisconsin. Did Uh-oh. we? Yes. Yeah. That they got him there. I, I'm a fan. I ate at a Burger King last week. Let's talk about another way. Wisconsin is trying to be Texas. They're passing all them hate laws, baby. Oh, yeah. Like laws against hate, right? (laughs) Wouldn't that be a refreshing change of pace? Absolutely. No, more like laws for hate, you know, anti-critical race theory stuff, anti-trans legislation. I I love to live in a country, by the way, where that can be just the joke is they're passing (laughs) laws against hate, right? And then we all laugh and laugh. Because we live in America. Yeah, it's very interesting when people pass these and you're like, so you're pro-hate? And they're like, not, I mean, not, actually kind of, like they kind of lean into it. 
They're like, racist. we're here to protect families. It's like, yeah, but you're doing it with hate. And they're like, mm, yeah, we yeah, no, we don't hate. Keep you know, lo- love the sinner, hate the sin. And the people doing the sinning, I mean, you know, they get caught in the path. I do the opposite. Oh, you hate the sinner, but love the sin? I love the sin. Oh, I mean, sin. the sin's so great. <laughs> the sin is all, sin. I can't complain. Get that sin all over me, baby. So much fun. Yeah, Wisconsin is is getting into laws like that super hardcore. They sent a critical race theory law to the governor a little over a month after Texas passed their critical race theory law. I almost said critical lace theory. Oh, <laughs> sexy. Mm, mm, wow. Sinful. Yeah. That and the transgender band at the same time? I mean, come on, guys. Did you say transgender you band? Fuck off. <laughs> that sounded yeah, like that. Yes, I did. <laughs> but you think the listener noticed in the middle of my hilarious joke? So Wisconsin, to their credit, their critical race theory law is a little less vague and restrictive than the Texas law. The Wisconsin bill would prohibit teaching that one race or sex is superior to another, that a person is inherently racist or sexist by virtue of his or her race or sex, or that a person's moral character is determined by race or sex. In other words, they want to ban things that have literally never been taught in school ever. <laughs> and that you could already get fired for. Yes. I'll tell you, there's a superior sex, and that's with me. <laughs> that could get you fired at a school, too. <laughs> uh, there's a reason I'm not in education anymore. Oh, my God. No, that's not. That's not 100%. Wow. <laughs> Some harsh revelations are coming to light. Oh, my God. It is people shit cast a weird eye when they're like, you retired at 30. What did you do? And I was just like, I chased a dream. I don't know. Like it's, It doesn't seem as sinister. Yeah. It seems like I got chased out. But that's not the game. Yeah, this this law, I I have never like I think we all went to school. I don't once I, remember. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to school in Indiana. So, yeah, I, well, I went in Illinois public public school, Illinois. Better. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, on Sundays, right? Yeah. 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 I just I, I don't. I can't picture a world where someone would show up at a school and be like, all right, here's the new curriculum. White people are evil and oh. that's it. Like, it's, of course, no one's going to teach that. Like, I, it's the code, though. It's yeah. all it is. It's all the little fun little codes that they all it's, make up. Whenever I see these debates going on in, like, you know, Congress, like local state congresses and things like that, there, why isn't there somebody that's just like, this isn't happening, you fucking idiots? There are, and but they, they don't get listened to. Or they do, and, like, it gets pulled down eventually but like those people are out there that they're at they're on the school board they're they're you know often and they're the teachers at these schools and but they're the people you know these are things these are pieces of legislation that are in essence trying to make teachers part of the enemy you know and so of course yeah exactly and so of course a teacher claiming that these things like don't actually happen that's not convincing evidence to these lunatics yeah it would also ban teaching that a person should feel guilty for past acts committed by people of his or her race or sex and that systems based on meritocracy are racist or sexist or designed to oppress people of another race Now, that's something that's very interesting because I've had interactions with parents like that. 
mm-hmm. because you know i did come from a red chunk of a very blue state yeah and when we would talk about things like you know it didn't come up very often because i didn't necessarily teach american history but i was like yeah man white people we we screwed black people over pretty bad you know and parents were like why would you say that i'm like well this is what happened i'm not telling people they have to i'm not telling people they have to feel bad about it but to to disacknowledge or or to disavow history because it makes you uncomfortable well this is silly it is and but that is like you know i mean you you worked at education most of my family worked in education and so like this whole thing of parents becoming pushier and pushier it's been happening, but like recently now, like, you know, the, the fascists have been able to get their hooks in on that fight. There, there used to be a separation of, I won't tell you how to parent. You don't tell me how to teach. Right. Yeah. And now at this point in time, that that has become more blurred. Right. Well, because they consider te- because they're not parenting their kids. So they consider teaching part of parenting that they get to control. I mean, that's an unfair assumption, I think. That I, I mean, out of these laws, I don't think that that's unfair. I no, think I that's... think they're trying to over-parent their children. Oh, sure. That, that, I mean, that, maybe. That might be really, that's in my, in my historical uh, interactions with that, mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's a form of over-parenting sure. uh, as opposed to non-parenting. And of course, things have changed in the past, what, nine years since I've left. Yeah. I'm sure that things are a little bit different. I mean, but... yeah. But most of the problems we had came from overparenting. Yeah, that's fair. Which also led to cutting. We had a huge lot of cutting. Sure. And it was from overparenting yeah. and overscheduling. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I yeah, I, I misspoke. Yeah, high achievers, high achievers were cutting. Yeah, of course. That is where the pressure is once yeah. you're achieving like that. Yeah, Texas passed a similar law in May 2021, but they almost immediately decided that theirs wasn't restrictive enough. And they passed another one four months later that just says this. This is one of the this is a law that's on the books. Here goes. A teacher may not be compelled to discuss a widely debated and currently controversial issue of public policy or social affairs. That's it. It doesn't say what kind of topics they're talking about. I don't know. I don't like it. If I stayed a teacher and I would move to Texas and I would do that. (laughs) But like, this is, to me, it's a symptom of our lawmakers are on the whole, especially on the right, way too online, because that doesn't mean anything to anyone who doesn't follow fucking trending topics or whatever. Like that just is a meaningless statement that can be used to justify anything. And it's just being pushed by people who are like, well, they're going to be talking about, I don't know, Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever, like whatever is the thing of the day that people are mad about. Especially because, I mean, I don't know, Texas might not have the advanced education system that we may have grown up with in other places. But like I used to take um, like a global issues course, like a a current events class. Sure. We had to read the newspaper and we had to follow along and watch news programs. And that sounds like a lib training, honestly. Yeah, I know man to finding out what happened yeah that's a liberal ploy they wouldn't let that happen in my school <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm a- sorry no it's fine <laughs> sorry that happened to you no, it's whatever so what i went to a upper middle class high school in rural indiana yeah the worst of course both states have also passed laws banning trans athletes from participating in girls sports which has this ever happened has this ever yes. like I I know it happens, 
but but not to the degree that these laws make it out to be. Well, no, no, absolutely not. No, yeah. it it definitely isn't happening all the time. Uh, but also, like, it's not happening in the way that these people are portraying either in that most of the time, you know, a, a trans girl, if she competes on the sport, you know, on a sports team in high school, which is probably what they're talking about here, has to be. It can't. I mean, there's no way it's earlier. Like, yeah. if that happens, they're not dominating in the way that just is not a phenomenon right. at all. In even in adult sports, but especially in K twelve, which is where all this is aimed at, kids aren't are rarely. I'm not gonna say aren't ever because there are some cool parents, but like <laughs> kids mostly aren't doing hormone therapy even in right. high school. Mostly they're on puberty blockers until they turn eighteen or whatever, like or not, or not even doing any of that. Like it's just ridiculous. It's all this fear mongering, and it's all pointed you know, as this is at trans girls, even as usual, trans guys are getting, you know, totally ignored and not discussed at all. And that is, you know, that's a huge discrimination as well. In addition to all this other stuff. Yeah. Wisconsin actually took it a step further. They also pushed a law that would ban teachers from addressing students by their chosen pronouns without parental consent and uh, uh that feels like over parenting to me or i yeah i don't i don't know i i just i can't imagine being a lawmaker and being like you know what we need to fucking do we got to stop these teachers from using the pronouns the kids want them to use yeah. it, again it's also it's not like these are combat sports <laughs> well, where, sure where people are putting being put in danger right in yeah planet. and like, even then that never happens yeah. Like, but it's just fucking this whole thing. Like, again, for one thing, way too online. It's where a lot of these people get indoctrinated into these ideas of like kid, you know, using a child's pronouns is, you know, and that pronouns are the enemy is that's this whole thing. But also like, this is just abuse and, and handing, you know, the whole parental consent thing is just furthering enabling abuse of trans kids at home, which is, don't need to say is a huge problem. <laughs> Disagree. Okay. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> anyway, fair. And you know, and you're you're entitled to your opinion. As somebody without a family. <laughs> and no experience. A citation needed. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like my my nephew thinks that we're abusive to him because we tell him that he has to do well in school. Mm, wow. That's he's a tough, trans man. teen, but he's a lazy trans teen. I, I can't believe you would admit to something like that, honestly, yeah. on air. That little bastard told me that he didn't quote thrive in a school setting. And I'm like, literally nobody has get your, yeah. your fucking job. <laughs> Don't I was like, I couldn't care school. less about that statement. You fucking dipshit <laughs> get to work. <laughs> oh okay. man. Now we're getting, now we're getting into some tricky territory. <laughs> no, no, I can do that. Cause I'm the uncle. Don't I you know. understand? I'm the well, uncle. I'm I can say that. Yeah. He's the bad cop uncle. Not the good cop uncle. Yeah. I let, I unchain him from the radiator. Oh, that's good. Don't you call me a bad person. One of the right? good uncles, then.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the bright side here, I guess, is that Wisconsin still has a Democrat governor. His name is Tony Evers, and he has vetoed most of these things that have come his way. Yeah. The pronouns bill is probably going to get shot down. I think that's the most recent one. I think the athletics bill already did. But also that yeah. just means, again, like I said at the beginning of the show, Wisconsin is one gubernatorial election away from all of this shit being a thing. And that election happens this year. He is running against a woman named Rebecca Cleefish, who is the former mm. lieutenant governor under Scott Walker and is a huge Trump supporter. She's one of those big lie types who conceded that Biden won Wisconsin cool. at first, but has since backed away from that stance. That's another way Wisconsin is like outdoing Texas. When it comes to their election investigation, they tried to arrest the mayors of Green Bay and Madison, Wisconsin, both <laughs> for not cooperating hard enough in their investigation into the 2020 election. You know what? I kind of like that. I got to say, <laughs> I think we should be encouraging people to try to arrest their mayors more often. I think that's actually a good trend. Arrest your politicians if you can. Put Mayor McCheese in cuffs. Yeah, exactly. That that bastard has had his hand in the cookie jar we for need, way too long. We need to go back to a burger monarchy, and that is why. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh, excuse I me. Totally I think support the Burger King. No, no. This is why, and the Burger King I, I'm hearing has been usurped by the Dairy Queen. Is Ronald um, like the Merlin of that world? It's Rasputin. Merlin? Yeah, he's more of a Rasputin type. Yeah, oh, like oh, so he's whispering there just, into just the fucking all the burger women. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, uh, getting drunk all over Burger Town. Yeah, whispering right. secrets to the rest of the fast food industry. Exactly. They do everything yeah. he says. Getting that is kind of McDonald's. McDonald's. He's in the grimaces ear all the time, <laughs> feeding him lies. Was in Russia for he's a long time stabbed. and then dead. Now not there anymore. <laughs> he's gonna get stabbed and shot by Big Mac and his friends. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's talk about another law that Wisconsin is trying to pass that mirrors a Texas law. Wisconsin is pushing a fresh new abortion ban. Oh, OK. Well, that's OK. Two lawmakers introduced a bill this month that would essentially duplicate the abortion law that was passed in Texas last year, right down to the $10,000 bounty reward for any citizen who sues someone providing Which abortions. You love whenever your law comes with a bounty. Yeah. That is just so good for society. There's never been anything bad that has ever come from something like that. No, that won't be abused at all. Yeah, a, never. Zero percent chance that that's going to put people at risk. Yeah. I would say if you oppose the snitch bounty law, that's just Orwellian, honestly. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I'm going to snitch on you if you oppose that snitching. <laughs> Yeah, you'll get 10,000 bucks for it. See, this is this is how it works. It's good. It's like winning a game show network show. <laughs> yeah, that's you not know? enough money. 
It's not yeah, you're not right. Wheel of Fortune money, but right. it's, not, no. it's not like network uh, yeah. game show. But they'll they'll pay for your airfare. Yeah, good. Yeah, right. And you're on TV. Happy? <laughs> no. Now, now on the <laughs> on the bright side, there is no the answer. On on the bright side here, there are no exceptions for victims of rape or incest. Oh, thank that, God. Wait, I don't know why that... I wrote that down under bright side. That actually seems like a negative thing, too. Now that I read it again slowly in my head, that Jesus seems they bad. Just, they just, um, sh- I just saw the video passing of the people asking, but like, so like rape and incest, they can still sue? And the guy's like, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> really? And like a family member of a rapist can sue? And he's like, yeah. Sure. Why mean, not? I mean, is there anything saying the rapist can't sue? I would no. assume not. I can't imagine that. Whatever I mean, society that comes out of this is going to have great rape laws. I think, yeah, guess. I think the theory that they would say as to why would be that, oh, well, they'd be in jail as if rapists ever. Right. Do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because that's a that's a 100 percent convictable crime. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Police always shut those cases. And uh, incest. I mean, you know, you don't want to arrest family. That's not fair. Yeah, you're gonna sue. Yeah, you're gonna sue your own dad. Okay. Oh wow, uh, real law- good daughter, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Lawsuit culture is getting out of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Way to cancel dad. Real nice. Uh, Leland Palmer is canceled. <laughs> anyway, so this bill was authored by Senator Julian Bradley and Representative Donna Rosar, both Republicans, obviously. Get out of town. Outlaws abortions for anyone who is more than six weeks pregnant. Slightly less heinous than the Texas law in that there's no aiding and abetting clause. So if you're the person who drove (laughs) someone to get an abortion, at least you can't be sued for that in Wisconsin. But in Texas, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Thank God for small favors. You know how you do that? You parachute in. Oh, there it is. You got to be over there. But who's piloting the plane? Oh, no one. But that's like international skywaters. And and what if, you know, what if you haven't skydived enough and you got to have someone skydiving with you? Buddy fall. Abortion, Olivia. Now you're getting ridiculous. Well, how about this (laughs) here? How about? Yeah, exactly. Do it in the sky on the way down. And it's like, where did it even happen? In heaven? an, An international waters abortion clinic. Yeah, that'll really help Wisconsin. In the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> oh, they got some pretty wide lakes, right? Yeah. They do. I used they're to go they're to a- great. Don't get me wrong. But and yeah, just cross cross the border to Canada. So, yeah, exactly. So this law, they're calling it a fetal heartbeat bill, which is ironic because there is no cardiovascular system or heartbeat that early in a pregnancy. It's just like electrical impulses that you're hearing or electrical pulses, not impulses. I don't know what the fuck that means. Ooh, Adam, Adam, what you're dealing impulses. with now. That's the name of my next album. Uh, what you're dealing with now are facts, um, Adam, and, and those aren't really applicable in this situation. Yeah, uh, those don't help my feelings on this yeah. law. Yeah, and here's the thing. They could just wait until this summer because everyone who pays even a little attention to the issue is assuming the Supreme Court's probably going to overturn Roe versus Wade this summer. And when that happens, abortion just kind of becomes a felony in Wisconsin. They have a law from 1849 that's still on the books that they throw those books at you if you get (laughs) an abortion. But instead of just waiting to see how that plays out, this is the 10th abortion ban bill that these maniacs have sent Governor Evers over the last three years. So they're at about a three abortion ban bill a year clip at this point. <laughs> they got to get it, knock it up to quarterly. Yeah. Yeah. They're not you know, hustling hard. They're enough. slacking. Yeah. yeah. Be profesh. 
Donna. Yeah, work harder, idiots. Julian and Donna. What a yeah, dipshit this... couple names, huh? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I I I, I can't. You know, I, I'm sure that there are some nice people named Julian or Donna, but I can't. Personally. Julian Bashir in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. God damn, you are fucking right, though. <laughs> he's the he only is one. so good. Julian Bashir, he's just he's, he's the pure best. good. <laughs> fucking love that guy. So let's talk about another law that Wisconsin's trying to pass that would yeah. put them right in line with Texas. This is my favorite one. They want some concealed weapons laws on the books. Texas passed a bill in 2021 that allows anyone who isn't prohibited by state or federal law to own a gun and to buy one without a license or training. They call it constitutional carry. And cool. I feel safer already just having read that. Absolutely. I go and buy one and act shady as shit when I buy it. Yeah. 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 Just fucking. Yeah, they won't care. At the White House. Yeah. And they'll be like, no, I mean, what you'll probably want like a 32X scope or something with a little bit more distance on it. Yeah. Uh, and in Texas, no one's going to notice you being shady with a gun. Right. I remember there was there was video from a BART train in San Francisco a few years ago. It was like right around the time I moved to California. And this guy who eventually went on to shoot a couple people a few hours later in a different incident was on this train and he just pulls out a gun and starts like playing with it and pointing it at people. And everyone is on their fucking phone and no one sees him pointing this gun at the entire group of passengers. It is fucking insane. So that would probably happen in Texas. People would uh, just be like, oh, that is a nice gun. I love that. Thank you for showing me that gun. Yeah. So uh, uh, that won't story. happen in Texas because there's no public transportation anyway. Sorry, Jared. good point. Uh, I was going to say uh, a person uh, who I, I will not name for obvious reasons uh, lives in uh, Nevada and they own mm. a gun store. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you remember a tragedy happening in Nevada involving a gun within the past mm -hmm. few years. Uh, that person posted on Facebook, don't know what, you know, I, I, I'm so shocked. This person was our customer and we sold that to him. And they were like, oh, we're so bent out of shape. And I was like, well, have you thought about not selling murder weapons? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, oh, are you, are you shocked that the thing did the thing it's supposed to do? <laughs> Terminally poisoned by online. Why would you ever post that? I was like, exactly. I, I, was, I was sitting there and I, and I was just like, do you want me to feel sorry for you? Yeah. Like, what do you expect anyone to, to say? And people were like, it's not your fault. This person is. is unhinged. I'm like, yes, you sold a fucking, you own a gun store. I would say maybe secondary at fault like first guy who did the shooting second the person who sold him the gun i mean morally absolutely i i went i'm 100 with you on and that. Like, and was, just like circumstantially like, oh fuck did you say jesus yeah i can't imagine wanting to post that online i don't I I, I, olivia's I right it's just like people feel like they have to now and it's it, like you exactly. don't it's terminal societal I think that was, uh, it, it seems like an act, uh, if I were to guess, I would say that's an act of heading it off at the pass because that information was going to get out. I mean, maybe, um, yeah, but maybe like, partially, but, but to, to put it out there and be like, we are so, uh, so uh, set aside and we're, we're so fraught with, you know, uh, worry and guilt and blah, blah, blah. It's like, 
why are you yeah. feeling guilt now? Yeah. And you are you still in the are you, store? Are you still selling those guns? Like if someone walked in yeah, tomorrow right? and oh, wanted so you're one? Gonna, yeah. You're going to change. You're going to turn it into a plowshares store. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is this is completely blown my mind. <laughs> this whole dude, story dude, has and, just kind of. But like imagine, too, that you're just like sitting there like, wow, that's a tragedy. And then as you're scrolling Facebook and you're like, oh, no, I, I know some, I know the reason that that tragedy happened, I guess. So not to be outdone by Texas, the Wisconsin Senate recently sent Governor Evers a pair of bills making it easier to carry concealed firearms in Wisconsin, including in vehicles on school property. Cool. And- and I'm sure they'll argue that it's for hunting reasons, but here's the thing. Hunting has been thriving in Wisconsin for centuries without the need to carry guns in your car on school grounds. And what really gets under my skin is the Republican argument for this, which is that people shouldn't have to risk being charged with a felony just because they dropped their kid off at school and forgot to take the gun out of the car. And it's like, yeah, you should. You should absolutely like that's why you should risk being charged with a felony. So you don't leave your gun in the car when you're dropping your kid off. I went to the University of Maine at Farmington. I'm not trying to brag. Wow. Um, And uh, at orientation, they made sure to explain to us the gun rule, which was make sure you check it in with public safety. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That was the whole that was the rule. There we go. And yeah. I was like, look, I was like, is any, <laughs> anybody else hear that? Wait, is he done talking? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, wait, we leave it with security? And they're like, no, you just check it in so that we know you have it. And, and I was bad. like, that that's that we're going to that we're going to die. Right. This reminds me of that school shooting that just happened, I believe, in Michigan, where the parents are also being charged as part of it. Because what happened in that case, they had uh, just bought their kid a birthday present, which was a gun. And their kid was a fucking lunatic. And at one point, the school calls the parents in and they're like, look, your kid's a problem. Like, he's going to hurt people. And they were like, nah, he's fine. You're just (laughs) overreacting. He had a gun in his backpack during that meeting and the parents refused to pull him out of school and refused to let school officials check his backpack. And that kid shot up the fucking school like 15 minutes later and gets a text from mom that says, don't do it. It's like you got to go to prison, too. Like oh, you they, knew yeah, what kind of to. kid you had on your hands and you bought him a fucking gun. Get him a Fuck switch. You well, don't do it. That is just they knew what was going to happen and when and didn't stop it. Oh, she also sent that text after she heard on the news that there was an active shooter at the school. So by that point, he was already shooting. And she was was like, think about your future. She was saying, don't do it about the killing himself. Oh, okay. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Which he didn't. He didn't. Well, good, good mom then. But yeah, like, like I said earlier about, about, this topic today so far basically every single law or bill that we've talked about today has been passed in some form or another uh in indiana and we have a republican governor and so the him vetoing it is a much more of a toss-up yeah Uh, we still on a lot of these we still haven't gotten an, an official decision so uh, it's just interesting to note. Uh, Indiana also extremely uh, racist and extremely corrupt. 
heard of in, it? Yeah, Indiana is, I would say, just as corrupt as Chicago. We're just more boring about it, and oh, yeah. we funnel all of the money through roads, and that's why oh. there are so many potholes in Indiana. Indiana, that's where Larry Bird lives, right? French Lick. I mean, I know he coached here for a while. I don't know where he lives. French Lick. I did used to live. uh, French Lick is Kentucky. Is it? Wait, no. He's from French Lick, but he lives in No, French Lick is Southern Indiana. Yeah, French Lick is Indiana. You you confused me, Jeff. French Lick is down by Bloomington. Or, you know, kind of to the east of Bloomington. Why are we talking about Larry Bird? Because I've been watching a lot of Larry Bird videos. I got to be honest. So. Okay, I was just talking about. Why are we talking about Larry Bird? That, I was talking about Indiana, <laughs> I guess, and it, and it somehow pivoted to Larry Bird. But uh, Larry, uh, Indiana, just very corrupt state. No one thinks about it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. There's another way Wisconsin is trying to catch up to Texas, and this one has uh, a lot to do with with guns also. You know, they're trying to slaughter as many wolves as they can. I did not know until I started researching this, but gray wolves are a big dividing issue in politics. Like We have successfully made it so anything can divide the country right down the middle And whether gray wolves deserve to be on the list of endangered species has become one of those things that just savagely divides the nation. That's insane. I did not know that that aspect of it. They are cool. They're very cool and they're very endangered. Sports (laughs) mascots, for God's sake. You're going to kill a sports mascot? To give you an idea how endangered they are, they used to be found (laughs) all over the western two-thirds of Texas. And they're just extinct there now. Yeah. So yeah. they their their numbers are for sure dwindling. And there was this incident in Wisconsin in 2021. You see, during the Trump administration, we removed the gray wolves protection as an endangered species. It was taken off the list and it was decided we should start hunting those good boys again. And then Joe Biden gets elected and hunters, mm-hmm. especially hunters in Wisconsin, are like, Oh, no, the government's coming for my right to kill wolves. And what they did is uh, in one weekend, hunters in Wisconsin in March 2021 killed more than 200 wolves in one 60 hour span. The state quota is 119. So they blew way past that. And it forced Wisconsin to shut down that hunting period early. And it was all because people were worried Biden was going to make endangered wolves or make wolves endangered again. And so is that like a, is that like a market like wolf meat? I don't know. No, no, no not the meat. You don't eat predator meat. It's got to just be the fur, right? Yeah, it's just the fur. Yes, but like who's wearing be like, you like my jacket? It's wolf. I mean, lunatics. What is wrong with you? Yes, lunatics. Like, but also, you know, like you were saying, it's such a it's such an easy line like to dot that of uh to make it like a social justice issue as well because you know you know who doesn't want wolves to get killed people who care about the environment and those people 
are pussies. Yeah. So those people are dirty communist trash. Uh, in my oh. opinion, the only uh, way you should be allowed to kill a gray wolf is if you break a bunch of airplane uh, alcohol bottles yeah, and duct tape them to your yeah. fists and yeah. then go at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think unarmed combat. You, you yeah. should be able to challenge a wolf to a duel. Yeah, yes. exactly. To, to, or like a wrestling match. Or Especially use a Wisconsin. bow and Wisconsin. arrow. Madison is a hotbed of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Everyone yeah. knows that. Or use a bow and arrow. Or use like a black powder or something that is like disagree. Or just piss. Because it's not manly. I'm sorry. It is the opposite of manly to kill a wolf with a machine gun. What I, if I you just do it from a helicopter hot. like Sarah Palin? Yeah, it's like the then you're recreating right. the beginning of uh, the thing every hunting season. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't consider hunting to be a masculine thing at all. Well, uh, no, I mean, like bow hunting, not, like bow hunting is kind of rad. I guess uh, I'm well, not going to do it, but like I totally think that that one's like, kind of neat because you look like like a Robin Hood. Look, hunting is again like wolves is a thing that is very easy to make a kind of political topic out of for a lot of reasons, but. There are plenty of valid reasons to be a hunter and and like, uh, you know, it's part of some people's cultures, not necessarily white people's, but, you know, and also like there are reasons to want to hunt, you know, for instance, deer and these species that overpopulate and damage their environments. That's fine. But like that's following the rules and, you know, the rules, they were invented by the gays. And so right. Deer are tasty as hell, too. Ooh, deer is delicious. Hard disagree. Ooh, not a I fan. like venison. Oh, venison's great. Are you kidding me? Not a fan. I don't like venison. I don't oh, like good. quail. I don't like any of like, that Midwest shit. I like quail. Man. I used to live out in the middle of fucking nowhere, and we would let hunters uh, hunt on our. We had like some woods behind their house, and they would uh, repay us in fresh venison and that shit. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, in the Midwest, yes. if you if you hit a deer. Like the best thing to do is like call local officials and be like, I just hit a deer. You want to come render this for food for poor people? Like they do. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I mean, like, yeah. Uh, we, I'm from a hunting family and man, whew, I do like it. You know what else I like? Pheasant. Pheasant mm-hmm. is the one. Yeah. I don't uh, like I've never had a pheasant. The, it's a big, it's a big bird. You know, it's like a, it's like sure. a strong meaty bird. Yeah. <laughs> big, big meaty bird that you might find a big shell casing bird. in when you bite into it. Well, it's it's right. pellets. You're gonna find. You're gonna find pellets. Oh, well, find well, pellet. oh, well, that's fine. If that's you find fine. the shell casing in it, something really went wrong. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was an extreme crime there. Yeah, that's a. That means the you shell casing in the with, a, with, a, with a shotgun shell, like did an you, empty shotgun. Did you shell. fuck the hole with a shell casing? God. Yes, yes, I did. Vote for me in this year's <laughs> gubernatorial election. Yeah. Thank you. No, that's the head of the Republican National <laughs> Committee right there that you're talking about. So Wisconsin is also getting super Texas-like when it comes to voting rights. And by that, I mean they want most people to not have any. Uh, Specifically, ballot drop boxes are the thing. Texas made a lot of headlines in 2020 when Governor Greg Abbott basically dictated that each county in Texas was allowed to have one ballot drop box for absentee ballots. And – The thing about uh, counties in Texas, some of them have Houston in them, and (laughs) that's a huge place, along with several other very large cities, which 
in their entire county, they were allowed to have one ballot drop box. And Wisconsin, they want to get in on that shit, too. Recently, back in January, Waukesha County Circuit Judge Michael Bowren passed a ruling that banned absentee ballot drop boxes in Wisconsin in February elections. The ruling was put on hold because he decided it like a week before the election. But (laughs) it's just on hold because of that election that happened. It could become a thing again in November, you know, when they're uh, electing their next governor, who will be the last line of defense between (laughs) Wisconsin being Wisconsin or Wisconsin being Texas. So that's all concerning. I would just like to say something I am shocked to hear, which is that it's pronounced Waukesha. Yeah. How would you pronounce it? Would Waukesha? You Waukesha? No, it's Waukesha. It's actually Waukesha and the S is. Oh, it's a dollar sign. sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dr. Luke got that spelling removed uh, oh, through God damn it. court oh, proceedings. We have to talk about Very Dr. tragic. Luke. Talk yeah. about it. That, that, that fits. Talk about it because you're talking about a place where people are claiming to be intellectuals, but are actually dumb monsters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I don't think he's a real doctor. Yeah, it's called it's it's pronounced Waukesha. I live interesting. There. I just I didn't live. know that. Yeah, no, I'm trusting you. I just didn't know that. I got to tell you, someday, Olivia, I'm going to show up with a name of Massachusetts towns and ask you how to pronounce them. Oh, yeah. And you're just going to be like, man. Right. I'm fucking I'm drawing a blank on all of these. Look, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the with the naming convention that you're referring to i definitely would suck at it i know wooster and that's it that's not how we say it wooster you don't wooster uh, it's uh adam got it close yeah wooster or or wister wister i was in you want the accent oregon I once mean, i was in eugene oregon and i was uh talking to the person i was there with and we were like going through directions trying to walk where we were and I was like, well, the Willamette River is right here. And just off in the distance, someone goes, Willamette! <laughs> okay, sorry. Wow, fuck I you didn't know your, that either. Fuck you and your you, river both. That's when you just go, no, it's not. Well, no. here's the thing. No, it's not. Like, I don't it's care not. if that's it's... how Oregon pronounces it. That's oh. not how it's pronounced. Willamette? Massachusetts is a town that's spelled Peabody, and if you call it Peabody, you will be destroyed. It's, <laughs> you, it, it's Peabody. No, it's and not. No, it not. sure is. And people, if you if they hear you call it Peabody, they're like, well, "Where are you fucking from?" Oh, I, okay. I I do have a a similar uh, example of this that is actually relevant to myself because I'm half Lebanese. My dad was from Lebanon, the country. And there is a town in Indiana that is spelled the exact same, and it's pronounced Lebanon. And uh, mm. it's always thrown me off my entire life. I feel like I it was gonna... probably pronounced Lebanon until like the 80s. Then they were like, mm-hmm. no, this is Lebanon. Lebanon. No, Lebanon. Lebanon. Ah. Was, somebody had Mediterranean, a Mediterranean yogurt uh, cheese product, and <laughs> right. they were like, it's like this. Yeah. We're going to eat it Lebanon. 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 Uh, fine town. I don't know. I've been there like twice. Anyway. So – yeah, the the election in the November is again like kind of the last line of defense between Wisconsin being what it has always been and just full on red state Texas. Yeah. And again, it's not always been this way. There's a really good book out there called The Fall of Wisconsin, The Conservative Conquest of a Progressive Bastion and the Future of American Politics by a writer named Dan Kaufman. And he traces the start of this, Wisconsin turning more toward the right, back to 2010, 
when the mm-hmm. Tea Party movement, one, got Scott Walker elected as governor of Wisconsin, but also won Republicans' control of the House and Senate in yeah. Wisconsin. And for one, that set them up for gerrymandering, which we'll talk about in a second. But Scott Walker, I don't know if people remember this, but his main focus when he took office and when he was campaigning was, hey, you know, all these fucking city and state employees with all their pensions and their health insurance. Doesn't it suck that they have all that stuff and you don't? What we should do is make sure no one has that stuff. I don't know how this is always the thinking. Like, how does Wisconsin not go, yeah, that is fucked up. Give us that, too. But no, people were like, no, no, they shouldn't have health insurance just because they're teachers. Because they're teachers. They get health insurance Uh, because they're teachers. Like, there was a war on teachers in Wisconsin, thanks to Scott Walker. It was nuts. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show before, but Republicans are stupid as fuck. They're all 201 completely boneheaded and stupid and that is the thinking it's all that's like that's the core value is fuck you i didn't get mine so you don't get yours it's it's a system of well it's it's interesting because it's actually it's a it's an abusive system because it's it's a wealthy group of people that are get like the haves are gaslighting the have-nots into hating sure the others and and that to me is so funny how people are that dumb that they don't see who is actually ripping them off it's very funny yeah i mean stupid but it's also very frustrating because they fuck over everybody yeah this is the thing and it's like you know it's they were wisconsin is so progressive until this one year when everything got taken over yeah exactly it's literally it is crabs it's It's crabs it's the crab bucket yeah it's it's there there's people outside of the bucket that put the crabs in and every time a crab almost gets out they just drag them right back sure I mean, it's also like literally like an STD, like, uh, you know, all it takes is one shitty fuck. And then (laughs) you are, you have like crabs for, you know, you have herpes for the rest of your life because you let the Republicans fuck your legislature once. Yeah, it's crazy how well this worked. But it, work, it works all the time all over the place. And it, what you have to take into account when it comes to Wisconsin is a lot of Wisconsin is rural farmland area. So in places like that, the only people who are going to have pensions and health insurance anymore are people working for the state or yeah. working for the school. And again, I don't know how the response to that wasn't, yeah, we, we should have all those things too. And it, instead it just turned into, nope, take it from everyone. Like they don't, I mean, they, we don't get it. They don't get it. A it, lot of it goes back to the Cold War, honestly. Yeah. And this idea that helping each other is evil. Like communism is bad because they all give each other pensions and shit or whatever. Like no one, no one gets to eat, but everybody's got the social services. Like it's all this, it's the same sort of conflation of socialism with communism and all this stuff. It's just, it's really depressing, man, honestly. Like, and it's this mindset that has been, rapidly growing i mean especially over the last 10 years but for the last 20 like since reagan you know or longer yeah who i know ronald wilson reagan was president the cowboy guy oof i I don't believe that he was an actor no i know we made shitty cowboy movies and then we let him be president sure sure sure. i I was watching airplane the other day and she has that line where the lady just goes (laughs) i haven't been this sick since we watched that ronald reagan movie (laughs) yeah it's a great line (laughs) Perfect, especially because uh, that movie came out in 1980. Right. Yeah. 
so yeah, this this all happened. The Tea Party stuff, Scott Walker getting elected, the war on government employees, all happened at the same time Republicans in so many states across the union had just taken over control of their respective houses, which Mm -hmm. means if the census has just passed, which it had in 2010, that means Republicans get to redraw the congressional district lines. And there are documentaries about it. There are books about it. But in 2010, Republicans gerrymandered their way into basically controlling politics for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And it's a thing that happened in Wisconsin to a a very extreme degree. And I think, again, that that's kind of what we're seeing here. I don't think the people of Wisconsin want these abortion bans. I don't think they want to carry guns on school property. There was a... Some of them do. I mean, I think a lot of people like that. I mean, again, that's happening here. So, uh, Yeah, but also last year, Governor Evers ordered a special session on expanding background checks for guns, supported by 80% of Wisconsin residents. I don't think you'd get those numbers in Indiana. No, no, you definitely wouldn't. <laughs> and what happened with gerrymandering, which is when you redraw congressional district lines based on the census. And in 2010, Republicans did it in a way that if you look at these maps, it's it's insane. It'll be like a normal looking block of space. And then there will be this like four mile peninsula that shoots up through the center of the state so they can capture yeah. more Republicans in that district. Well, it's like yeah. you see Dan Crenshaw's district and you're like, Jesus. Yeah. Looks like a goddamn fish hook. <laughs> and there's a group at Harvard called the Electoral Integrity Project that issues a biannual report that grades U.S. states based on the integrity of their electoral boundaries on a scale of one through 100. Wisconsin scored worst in the nation, 23. Am I supposed to trust the intellectual at Harvard? That is really the only defense you could lobby against that. You you tell me when when John Deere releases that study, then we'll decide who's correct on that one. I don't need nobody at Harvard to tell me how to live my life, man. This is a very interesting Wisconsin accent, accent, I will say. Yeah, that is. Oh, that's how Adam talks. I'm I mean, not sure from Wisconsin, Wisconsin. so uh, me, I'm Adam Carl Brown. I'm from Wisconsin. Nope, <laughs> not from Wisconsin, not from South Dakota. But I'm people, from Peoria, Wisconsin. People say both of those things all the time. Wisconsin's 23. That puts them right on par with places like Jordan, Bahrain, and the Congo when it comes to how much your vote counts when you vote there. It qualifies Wisconsin for the designation of democracy desert. Oh, which is just like, you know, if you live in a food desert, it means there's not there is a dearth of good food available for the the buying around. Yeah. And I bet you I bet you those two things don't coincide at all. They don't. Wisconsin (laughs) Wisconsin has that uh, has the Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. And a Burger King. I always get all my groceries at the Buffalo Wild Wings. For some, for for a third of us, that's not a too far off. <laughs> no, yeah, a democracy desert. That's a place where gerrymandering and voting restrictions have made it so voters are virtually powerless to change things. So again, get out and vote blue. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, don't be too hard on the people of Wisconsin when all of these laws start coming right. down after they inevitably somehow elect a Republican governor. Because yeah. I don't think the people 
on the whole want the state to be that way, but that's what gerrymandering has done. In Wisconsin, because of gerrymandering, a thing happened in 2018. That year, Wisconsin voters reelected a Democrat to the U.S. Senate. They replaced Scott Walker with a Democrat, elected Democrats in all other state office elections, favored Democratic candidates over Republicans for state assembly by more than 200,000 votes. And despite all of that, because of gerrymandered district lines, Republicans still won 63 of of the 99 seats. Or to put it another way, they won 46% of the vote, but maintained 64% of the seats. That's nuts. That's America, yeah. baby. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> it is America. That's it is. You hate how the country works. I, I do. <laughs> and I accept your apology. And yeah, there's the gun thing, too. When Governor Evers ordered that special session on expanding background checks, which the majority of the population supported. Both chambers convened and then immediately adjourned without ever debating the issue. He called a special session on police reform in response to the Jacob Blake shooting and the GOP controlled legislature convened for 30 seconds before moving on. That's how long it took them all to come. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like gerrymandering is low key. The thing we should probably be taken to the streets and burning shit down over yeah because i agree because you can sexy though it's it's not a thing that does an immediate thing like a shooting so you you do have to yeah you have to like understand a lot of other things that like then tie into gerrymandering in order to really get the scope and that's uh tough to communicate to like a ton of people and it's a lot harder to communicate than uh, this enemy is trying to warp your mind or your child's mind or trying to kill you or trying to change your way of life or blah, blah, blah. These are these are easy emotional beats to hit. And the other way just doesn't work very well. Yeah, because it it really has made it like you can tell people to vote all you want. Like you can tell yeah. people to vote till you're blue in the face. But if you live someplace like Wisconsin, yeah, it really doesn't matter. And that's. I feel like we we spent a little too much time as a country being like, yeah, I live in a red state, so my vote doesn't matter. Because up until 2010, it kind of did. Like, yeah, we, you could have voted in a way that would have overturned that. But now, like, even if you win the popular vote, if you live in a place like Wisconsin, which, again, is last in the nation, like places like Texas and Virginia are like right in the same group with Wisconsin. Actually, yeah. Wisconsin is the only one that scored in the 20s. Everyone else, every other state at least scored in the 30s or higher, which in that case puts you on par with like Iran and things like that in terms of classic Iran election integrity. Yeah, great. So Iran has more democratic integrity than Wisconsin. They I mean, sure you know, do. Yeah, they definitely. I'm not surprised by that at all. Honestly, we should, we should do a Rambo movie where he invades Wisconsin. I, they did. I think wasn't that the first one? Oh, no, the first one was like Pacific Northwest, right? Oh yeah, uh, he did invade. Like the first the United one is States. in America. That's <laughs> why that movie rules. That movie is so good. I love it. First Blood fucking rocks. Because sure uh, it's he's just killing cops. It's great. <laughs> it's the Rambo movie we all like, need. Vietnam made me this way. <laughs> Technically, and then, like, he didn't kill any cops. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, Except for the one guy that was trying to kill him and fell right, out of the helicopter. Right. The guy who fell, of course. And yeah, I mean, you know. But still, regardless, yeah. uh, that seems like a good place to end the pod. 
Okay. You don't even yeah, need to see. do no plugs, just he ended gets, it. Um, do we have anything to plug? Do we have any final thoughts? On like neither of you have any ties to Wisconsin, so I know it doesn't matter that much <laughs> yeah, to you. But. I mean, yeah, my final thought is just to remind that this is all happening in Indiana and there's just no one cares because we're already red and we've got a Republican governor and Mike Pence is from here. And so, you know, we kind of have it coming, but this is all happening ev- like everywhere. It's just not getting as much public uh, publicity yeah. in a lot of cases because Blinds there's no it. radical change. And speaking of publicity, you can check me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, do you have anything to plug? Speaking of publicity, you can <laughs> check me out April 14th at Redemption Rock Brewery in Worcester, Massachusetts. Mm. I'll be home. I'm going to do a homecoming show. Uh, tickets should be up uh, for sale around now. That'll be fun. You can check out Jeff Has Cool Friends and uh, find both on the patreon.com slash Jeff May. And if you don't want to give me any money, fuck you. But also you wow. can listen to the show uh, for free. Uh, uh, Jeff Has Cool Friends a week later. That's totally fine. Also check out uh, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. And you don't even like sports. A sports podcast about how Livia actually doesn't like sports. Yeah. 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 That's exactly right. That's, yeah, that is it. what and it's about that, too. It's about you. Yeah, I mean, weird that you've never listened. It's essentially I, it, your podcast. Kind of weird that I haven't been on. And you know, if you're okay. going to talk about me like that all the time, then you should have me on. Okay, you're okay. being and a I will little sit there and be like, I don't know what any of this is. I don't watch sports. You're being I'll a little needy right now. Yeah. <laughs> two things. One. Sorry. I'm sorry. That is the perfect reason for you to listen to the show because the show is for people who don't even like sports, like you. And okay, Adam. well, there we go. And Adam over here. Like Jeff. No, 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 no. It's about you. Uh, like all three of us. Olivia, do you have anything to plug? Uh, you could find me on Twitter at Hi There Hydar. Uh, you could also find me on Letterboxd at Hi There Hydar, uh, which I basically prefer to Twitter nowadays anyway, because no one talks about anything but movies. Uh, and you can uh, also, I guess, think about me i'm doing a clinical trial for some uh, mental health stuff so you know that's something to plug b- making big moves there and that's it that's that's all i got going on check out olivia at that clinical trial yeah also uh follow me on twitter and instagram at adam todd brown uh todd with one d and patreon.com slash unpops unpops network.supercast.tech you can get bonus mm-hmm. episodes there and uh I think that is it. We should get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Jerry Mander rookie card, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Jimmy and Tim, destroying democracy. Bristol Street, bring a blood object to Bristol Street, I'm not